will come out, will come to play. Just for recreation's sake, to pass the time away. Lots of fun, heaps of fun, enjoy yourself today. North Melbourne boys are hard to beat when they come out to play. So join in the chorus, sing it one and all. Join in the chorus, North Melbourne's on the ball. Good old North Melbourne, the champions you'll agree. Hello and welcome to the Stern Look. I'm Kangaroos Forever. For today's show, we have Sean Atley's one and only stalker in Quiv. Welcome. Hey guys, how are we all going? Good mate, good. Also tonight, we have the president of the Jamie McMillan Fan Club and the only member, Philly Rue. Welcome. Hi everyone, and I'd quickly like to apologise for this being a day late. That was 100% my fault. That's alright mate Uh, For tonight's show It's the same structure as usual Except we'll be starting with Issues of the week Which will become A permanent feature Of the show's structure Hopefully you guys like it We might have another Feedback session earlier Or later on in the year But for now We'll just get straight into it So Quiv The West Coast Drugs scandal Now Now this has been The primary issue this week with reservations from former Supreme Court Judge William Gillard that there was massive amounts of recreational drug use and there was a drug culture at West Coast in the mid-2000s and that John Walsfold did nothing as coach. <laughs> is their premiership tainted? Uh, it, it, it is, I guess, in a way. I mean, it's not performance-enhancing, um, but, yeah, it's definitely tainted. They're on, they're on gear, which... Um, does things to your body, but you know, also think this is new news. We've known this the whole time. Um, why are we making a big deal of it now? Probably because it's just been confirmed more than anything. But really, it's it's stuff we've already known. We've we've made fun of it for years. We call them West Coast. It's just the way it's been. That's exactly right. You got anything else to add on that, Philly? Yeah. Look. To be honest with you, I was really interested in reading about this, and I refuse to pay for a health fund subscription, so I can't read any of it online, and I don't buy the newspaper. So I haven't read the actual articles about what it is, but I presume that it's all about the same stuff we already knew and about the Daniel Chick revelations that he made a couple of years ago, and everyone sort of poo-pooed what he said, and he felt like he was out on his own. But, I mean, we, we knew that they're a joke, and we knew that they let things go that they shouldn't let go. I think it's amazing that with, no, I mean, I mean, I think everyone knew that Walsall let it go. I think it's amazing you got another job as a, as a senior coach after you. But no, that. no, no, he's perfect for Essendon because <laughs> of the drugs. Yeah. And, <laughs> and you're probably right. And, and the fact that his nickname used to be the pharmacist is is just beyond hilarious <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. I mean, so and but it, it, you know what else? It even more solidifies to me that Chris Judd was a piece of shit. I mean, he was the <laughs> he was the captain of that club. And he and he he did nothing. He won a premiership, and then he, he's bailed on him to come back here and make heaps of money and get paid to work at Busy, even though he didn't. And he was a, a cheap son of a bitch on the field. The way what he, what he did to Patch and the the pressure point thing he did up in Brisbane that night. I just I, I think he he as a leader of that club, I think he he let himself down. And I think that I mean I'm not sure that the premiership's tainted, is it? I mean they won the premiership and. The fact that they had a party lifestyle almost makes it harder to believe that they could win a premiership, in my mind. Well, it depends what type of drugs you do take, though. That's probably not... But it was basically just speed, coke and pills, wasn't it? I mean, I'm not sure that, that you'd be playing much better football. I, 
I haven't done a lot of drugs in my life. So I'm a pretty pretty clean. Yeah, but they could push themselves further on certain drugs. That's yeah. is that true though? I mean, well, I understand well, if you uh, take a heap of speed, you could go into the gym and push well, yourself to that's what extremes. The, well, just going back to a history example, that's what we did to our own soldiers. That's what the Germans did to their own soldiers was feed them these kinds of drugs so they could push themselves for hours on end. Yeah, yeah. Down, but but the the bad effects that that has, has on your body as well. Yeah, I mean, it's, long term it's crap, but short term it can be beneficial. Yeah, okay. I, I, I don't, I don't necessarily like. I, I get the whole argument of, of doing a heap of speed and going to the gym and jacking out crazy weights that you'd never normally be able to do. But um, I'm not sure. I mean, I, I, don't, I, I don't think they make you stronger. I think they just give you your body doesn't realise you're tired, so you've got more energy, or you think you've got more energy, so you can just go and go. That's and right. Go. Yeah, that, that's exactly, and it, and it takes away pain as well, so they don't feel pain. So, say they they did a shitload of speed, and then went and hit the gym and just lifted heavy weights. They don't feel the, the pain and the lactic acid and stuff like that. They don't. I'm not a scientist. I shouldn't be saying things like that. Really no <laughs> but I, I would I would imagine that that they can they can do those things and and not be under the same duress that they would be otherwise. But I would I, I would equally imagine that it would have a, a negative effect on their bodies and that um that they, I mean, I know what waking up with a hangover is like. I'm sure waking up after a bender on speed and pills and rack isn't going to be nice. So, I don't know. I mean, is, is there premiership changes? Yeah, probably is because that sort of culture and that sort of behaviour shouldn't shouldn't happen in an AFL club in a professional environment. So, it's a disgrace, no doubt about it. But, I, you know, yep. they won it. So, well, I think we just move on, don't we? No, nothing much you can do anyway. No. We'll move straight on to thumbs up, thumbs down, and so we've got nothing else to add on West Coke. So my first thumbs up is basically just all the debuts for the club. It's just good to see new faces wearing the blue and white. And my second thumbs up will be that footy's back, even though Carlton and Richmond played another crap game last night. Footy is back. It's great to watch. My first thumbs down is David King, and he's continued bagging of the club. I don't know why he keeps doing it. It's beyond me. And my fu- second thumbs down will be the West Coast relations as well. So, Quiv, what are your positives and negatives? Uh, just some simple ones for me as usual. Um, obviously, footy's back, which you've already said. But uh, I love the fact we've changed our jumper to the blue one. That is a massive thumbs up for me. And a thumbs down is our poor-ass fridge magnet we got with our membership this year. We used to get this nice proper magnet, and then we got a piece of card or a piece of paper with a bloody magnet attached to it. Come on, North. Fair enough, Philly. Um, that's really good. I don't, I, I don't have the magnet. I think the magnet's okay. No, no. We used to get this nice sturdy magnet. Now we've got a piece of cardboard. But I could have printed it out at home. <laughs> I mean, do you know what? I think, I think. My secondary thumbs up is going to be that Quiv's thumbs down is a magnet because if that's the only thing that's going wrong <laughs> with North Melbourne, I think we're okay. I think we're going to be okay. But my, I think I would I would echo the sentiments earlier about the selections. I think they're really really good. I mean, to to have the the debutants that we do and to see, I think Mitch Hibbert getting a game is is really cool because he's a North Melbourne kid. He loves North Melbourne, and I think to have that and to have him run out will be. It'll be pretty awesome. Um, I'm really excited about Braden Proust and all the other debutants. I guess the, my thumbs down would be I thought Ryan Clark would get a game, and I think it's a bit disappointing that, that he won't be there. But apart from that, life's good. I'm happy. I can't wait till, till Sunday. 
Thumbs up. No worries. <laughs> Moving on to club discussion now. There isn't a heap of news that I'm particularly aware of, but we'll focus more on club discussion next week. But I will focus on membership numbers for now, which are slightly down on last year, but not too bad compared to 2015, where the numbers were up. So I know this is yesterday's figures, but current membership stands at 35,508, which, as I said, is a few hundred less from the same time last year. So just what are your impressions of the slot? Is it a few hundred or is it more than that? I thought I saw uh, today that it was about 1,100. It's been extended. Right? Yesterday's figures was about three, 400. Now it's pumped up to about 1,100, 1,200. So. Yeah. I mean, like I put in a post. I rang up the club today. I was a little bit behind with my, uh, with my monthly payments. So I had to call them up because they were going to freeze my membership so I couldn't get in. So I needed to bring them and, <laughs> and sort of catch up on that. But I was on hold for like half an hour to get on, which was frustrating because I was at work. And they um, they were really busy today. And I said, I, I said to the guy, hopefully I was on hold because there's thousands of people ringing up to sign up. And he, uh, he said, no, oh, I wouldn't say thousands, but he goes, yeah, we've been really busy. So, I mean, I, I, I think we'll be down on last year because I don't think we'll win as many early games as we did last year. I, I, we're not going to win the first nine games, and I think that contributed to us having a record-breaking season. And the fact that we're a little bit behind um, this time last year is, is probably a bit concerning, but I, I, I would hope that it's not the uh, the boomer effect. I hope people are, are better than that. Well, we're still on track. It'd be a hundred or so, but no more. Yeah, you couldn't. I mean, you couldn't imagine. I mean, to be honest, though, every now and again when you accidentally click on a Facebook North Melbourne post and you read some of the comments. Maybe it's more than 100. I mean, yeah, I don't know. They're not paid-up members. Well, I don't know, mate. Are they? I don't know. There's, you go to the footy like me on the weekend, there's a lot of dickheads there wearing North Melbourne colours. Like, <laughs> and that's not just North Melbourne. There's a lot of dickheads that go to the footy in total. And it's some, I, I, just, I just would hope that the boomer effect isn't, isn't taking people away. No, I don't think it is. I still think we're on track for 40,000. And as I said, numbers are up on 2015s. So that's, maybe it was just that premiership expectations coming into 2016 as well, playing a factor. So. Well, I think, yeah, coming off two prelims in a row and the, the, the grand final sweepstakes every year of people wanting to get tickets. If you, if you have a membership with a guaranteed grand final ticket, and your team makes it, that's fantastic. But if you if you don't have a membership and your team makes a grand final and you can't get a ticket and you had the opportunity to buy a membership at the start of the year, I, I think that's a that's a big – I would imagine that would be a bigger bigger reason to buy a membership or not to buy a membership more, more instead of the boomer thing. I mean, I would think people like Quiv, for example, with his social club membership debacle, I, I would imagine that, that that plays into it with other people with, with renewing their membership. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's all interesting. Even the interstate uh, membership costs have gone up quite a bit, actually, from what I've noticed. It used to only cost about $80, $90, but now pretty much it's forced to fork out a bit more than that. Yeah. I mean, I, to be honest with you, I, I wasn't going to buy a membership at all this year, and that's because of my financial circumstances. I'm, I'm, I'm doing an apprenticeship, so I'm on really shit money for this year and probably next year. So... Um, I made a commitment to my to my missus that I wasn't going to buy memberships for me and the kids, and you couldn't help yourself. No, I just forgot to cancel it. And <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot. I swear to God, I forgot. And I put money I put money in the bank account for the school fees to come out. And North Melbourne came in the day before and took oh, the money shit. for the first instalment of memberships. 
Jeez. And then I thought, well, I've got them now. And so, th- <laughs> so then I had to come up with a crazy, crazy plan of making my missus believe that they were, it was a really good idea for a Christmas present for the kids rather than I accidentally <laughs> did it, did it work? forgot to cancel it. Well, yeah, somewhat. <laughs> I still get the occasional shake of the head that, you know, we can't afford to feed the dog, but we're going to the football every weekend. But, <laughs> mate, you've got to get your priorities right. He can, he can, that's exactly you know, it. <laughs> I'll nick dog food from the bloke next door or something. But, no, well, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, times are tough, though. I mean, life's expensive. I, I can understand that people can't afford to, to shell out for footy memberships. And, I mean, you go to the footy, it's expensive to eat, it's expensive to drink, it's expensive to park, it's expensive to travel. Um, it's... You know, life's getting harder and harder and harder. So at least you get three salts now. What's that? Sorry. At least you get three salts that Eddie had now. <laughs> yeah, is it that complimentary? Or do they charge you for that as well? Though? <laughs> Probably charge you. Yeah. I saw that the other. Day. Yeah, no, they're they're really on the forefront of what people want, aren't they? With changing out their salts. It's <laughs> right up, right up there with winching about the magnets on your fridge, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. Anyway. It's a serious issue though, thanks. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> oh dear. Oh dear. Anyway, we'll move straight on the VFL discussion. There isn't much in VFL because it's still practice matches. So, giant. Is that right? So they don't play this week at all or they play a practice? I don't think we're, we're they're playing a practice match at Craigieburn. I'll just quickly go through it. So they're mm. playing on Saturday. So they seniors kick off at two at Craigieburn, uh, Rams Oval. And the development league is at 11 a.m. Zerhar's the only one playing in the development league, which he'll That's probably surprising. dominate. I yeah. think, yeah, it's interesting though. I think they want him to dominate that before he gets promoted to seniors. I'm not sure about the thinking about that one. It's a bit strange. But he's stiff. He's been good. Oh, he kicked three goals in the other development league last week for the practice match, so he's going pretty good. Yeah. He's not too far off a senior debut for Werribee anyway, so that's pretty good. We'll move straight on to questions for this week, Sam. There's not too much for the VFL. So I'll start with one from Gasso for Philly. So which one of the fringe players will make a fist of it this season? Which one of the fringe players will make a fist of it this season? Well, I guess it's, it's how we uh, how we label the player a fringe player. I, I would hope a player like Kane Turner... Taylor, is Taylor Garner a fringe player? He probably is, isn't he? Yeah. I think I, I would hope that one of those two, or um, or I don't, I don't think Simpkins a fringe player because he's coming as a number one draft pick, and and we and in saying that Garner was, but he's been sitting on the sidelines for a long time. So I, I'd say I'd go with Garner, Turner. I'd love to say Mitch Hibbard just because he's been a North Melbourne man all his life, but I, I'm not sure he's he's got that sort of superstar game to him. I think he'd just be a good, honest footballer. Um, I mean, it'd be it'd be awesome if Proust had a breakout year and really played a, a huge season because I think it'd give us the opportunity to do something at the end of the year. We may be moving on a ruckman and bringing in someone someone special in the midfield, but yeah, probably one of those three. Yep. All right. And one more question: Why did we not promote a rookie to cover O'Hearn on the long term injury list? Simply a financial issue, isn't it? Why, why would you bring someone yeah. in unless you need to? Yeah, well, that's been the general consensus anyway. Yeah. All right. Quiv, who will have the most impact in 2017? Froggy, Jai, Clark. Well, who's hybrid? I'm not sure who hybrid is. Hybrid's Pruce. Pruce, there we go. So, Four which one? Is it similar to Prius? 
Ah, yes, I see you. All right. Um, who are the four? Sorry, uh, Bruce, Froggy, Froggy, Jimont, yeah, yeah, Joy and Clark. I'm a big fan of Froggy, and he's the only one I've really seen. So um, I don't, I don't watch VFL or anything, so I don't really have much to go off any other guys. So um, Frog, Frog, yeah, he'll be my pick as well. Next question, Mason Wood. What are your thoughts on his latest injury? Will be another? Will he be another Jesse Smith, or is it just, uh, just a hiccup? I, I hope to God it's just a hiccup. I'm a big, big fan of him. I said last year he's almost uh, Sean level, uh, Sean Atley levels of fandom from me. So, uh, uh, yeah, I really hope it's just a hiccup. Fair enough. Philly, as a yes or no question, do you believe that on average <laughs> North supporters are a better class of people than the average AFL fan? A better class of people. I think I think we're a, a better person. I'm not sure about Yes or no question, Philly. Okay, gotcha. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say no, we're not a better class of people. No. <laughs> Philly, your thoughts on the K B statue outside the MCG and his comb over. I thought it was pretty cool. I mean, we I had a conversation at work yesterday about it, and everyone goes, it looks like shit. I thought, I thought it looked pretty good. I liked it. I like KB. It's cool. It's a good statue. The comb over looks awesome. I like the the, the fact that the, you can see what colour jumper he's wearing. I like it. It's good. Fair enough. Quiv, aside from BF personnel, who do you think will be the strangest person to interview in terms of bizarre answers given, in terms of a football person? Um, I like players and stuff. Oh, anyone, anyone, somebody from a crowd. Anyone football related? This sounds like a Nate question. Is this a Nate question? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think it is. Yes. Yeah. Well, if it's I'd just, like, just like to send, send out a hello to Nate. I miss you, mate. I hope you're well. <laughs> <laughs> if it's crowd members, it's the guy that sits behind me and obviously doesn't know the rules because he says a lot of funny shit. Yeah. Fair enough. All right, Philly. It's all completely wrong, mind you. <laughs> and it takes a hell of a lot of effort not to punch him. <laughs> well, how about in terms of BF personnel, would there be anyone? Who would be the bizarrest person to interview? I think Gasso would be an awesome interview. <laughs> I, think he, I think he'd make for a really good interview. He, he sounds cool. I like him. <laughs> Just a shout-out to him. <laughs> shout-out to you, Gasso. <laughs> <laughs> Philly, on a scale of David King to Anthony Stevens, how pumped are you to see the four debutants for the match? I'm, I'm at Anthony Stevens levels. I'm, I'm really pumped. I mean, I, again, though, briefly, I, I'm kind of shocked that I thought Vickers Willis would have been in before Hibbard, I, I would have thought. And, I, yeah, I mean, that's probably the one shock to me. Sorry, I'm just kissing the baby goodnight. Bye. 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 Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I think yeah, I thought Vickers Willis would be in that group as well, and I, and I think that was was Durden one of the emergencies as well. Yes, Durden, Vickers, and Clark. Well, I, I think Durden's a Scott Thompson injury away from coming straight in and, and maybe holding that spot, and Durden probably if Hibbard gets a couple of goals kicked on him this week, I would say that that he could come in for uh, for Hibbard next week. I wouldn't be surprised if Hibbard Hibbard. Oh, I hope he stays in. I hope he has a really good game, but I. I wouldn't be shocked if Hibbard was a, a play this week and then get dropped for Vickers Willis next week. Fair enough. Now, this is a really strange question, so if you don't know the answer, don't worry about it. But yeah. are we seeing the genesis of Brad 2.0? Oh, 
uh, yeah, I guess we are. He's 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 playing lots of kids. He's uh, I think Brad's a good coach. I, I really like him. I'm on the record as liking him for a long time, and I think he, he presents the club really well. He 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 seems to know the game really well. People want to come and play for him. I think he's he's brilliant. And if he can alter the way he coaches and become a better coach and, and put good people around him and good players and good coaches around him, I'm I'm happy to to ride with him for another another crack at it with the new group. I mean, the, I think the club needs to think about who they get who they get if they got rid of him. I mean, you 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 want to improve it, and you get rid of him, and and then you're bringing in a new coach that's got to got to tackle the new personalities and got to and got to you know envelop himself in, in the culture of the club. I, I think Brad's done that really well. It's like it took him a little bit of time, but I, I, I like Brad a lot. I think he's brilliant. Fair enough. Would there be any candidates that you would suggest in terms of replacement? Plenty on big footy that think they could do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, well, who, who would you put as coach from big footy for North Melbourne? <laughs> from big footy? <laughs> I'll, I'll put Kimbo in charge. I reckon he'd be good. Good coach. Yeah. Kangatama would be good. He just, except Lindsay Thomas would be gone. <laughs> and Sam Gibson would be gone. Yeah. And Joe Mack if he farted or something, he'd ban him for life. Like, he just doesn't, he doesn't tend to like anyone, really, let's face it. But, um, I, I don't know. I mean, would, would you give the job to Lee Tudor? He has I, the, I reckon he has the credentials to do it, but whether he wants to do it's another thing. Yeah. I'm not sure. I mean, I, I I really like Brad. I think I think if Brad wasn't coaching us, he'd get another job pretty quick. I think I know that the Gold Coast rumours, sorry, the Brisbane rumours were, uh, were were rife, according to Damien Barrett. But a lot of the time, I think Damien Barrett's just uh, bleeding because no one at North Melbourne will talk to him, so he tries to throw him under the bus and and make a story about North Melbourne. Often when there's not one there. In saying that. Is he the one that broke the North Melbourne are going to throw a truckload of money at Dustin Martin? Because I hope yeah, that's really shit. Yeah, I on Triple M, he said upwards of a million dollars. Well, mate, after last night, I'd throw 1.5 over 5. I think yeah. he's amazing. Yeah, I would too. Last night's, <laughs> game, last night's game has probably earned him an extra 200 grand a year, you know that. It's bloody good. He's got to keep it up, though. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but hey, he's I'm... capable of these games. He's done it that many times. He's consistent doing it. Do you know what we need him to do? Go on a coke bender with Dane Swan and get suspended for the rest of the year, and then be a free agent. We'll get him from. Uh, got money on the brown though, mate. Well, that's an. Did you? When did you get on? Last night at ten bucks. What time? Before the game. Uh, halfway through, I think half time. Oh, mate, you'd already been crunched by then, I'd say, wouldn't you? Yeah, he was, but I still got him on ten bucks. It's better than him injuring himself and not getting up at all. Yeah, no, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, next question, Quiv. Will Braden Bruce join the first game, first report club? Uh, for what I've seen of him, and I've only seen him in the Hawthorne game, um, maybe, possibly. He's, he's a big unit, he's aggressive, and um, we don't have a lot of luck with the MRP, so it's highly possible. <laughs> Fair enough. And one final question for me from Beatron, one of the weirdest questions I've received, but anyway... Which is the better look-alike, Sam Power and Jar Jar Binks, or Robert Scott and Goomba? <laughs> Sam Power. I can't believe you didn't know who Goomba was. Mate, I'm going to be honest with you, I still have no idea who Goomba is. I'd, yeah. Super Mario movie. Yeah, come on, mate, as if I'm going to watch a Super Mario movie. Yeah, who, It is I, the worst movie, but the best movie at the same time. <laughs> well, it's probably, 
explains a bit of it. Beatron. Uh, I've got to say now, looking at Goomba, it's got to be Robert Scott and Goomba. For mine, <laughs> they look so much alike. It's not funny. Both very scary looking. So, <laughs> moving straight on to the preview of the round one game against West Coke, which Quiv has quietly somewhat researched for us. I'll let Quiv take it away. Alright, so we got North versus the Eagles, both sitting equal second on a ladder, so it's going to be a pretty pretty good game. Um, we got a whole bunch of no changes, I guess, according to the website, but our ins or our news are Mitchell, Mitchell Hibbard, Miley Williams, Jai Simpkin, who I'm pretty keen to see, uh, the Rat, and Mountford and Pruce, which will be nice to see some youngsters in our team for once as well. Uh, the Eagles have got star recruit Drew Petrie lining up for them for the first time. The Brownlow medalist in Sam Mitchell and new recruit Nathan Vardy, who I expect to do nothing. Uh, now you're right. So in terms Sorry, of map, now you're right, mate. That happens. Uh, in terms of the matchups, how do you see them panning out in terms of our defence against their forward line? Well, their forward line is. Uh, it's it's bloody good. Um, obviously, we've got to stop Josh Kennedy. He's the main one to stop. Robbie Tarrant, obviously the man, the only man we've got for that job. Uh, but being at Etihad, Josh Kennedy, if he can get his hands on the ball, he can pretty much do whatever he wants with it. Uh, Lewis Jett is another one we'll have to try and stick with. He's bloody fast, and if Sean Atley's playing in the midfield, we're not going to have much pace, I don't think, to stick with well, Lewis Jett. Yeah, we can send Marley Williams still, in there. Ah, oh, yes, Marley Williams. Yes, North player. <laughs> still unsure on that one. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> here goes to Jack Darling. Thompson? You, you think Thompson goes to Darling? Uh, Petrie Darling. Hanson? Oh, look, let, let Petrie do whatever he wants. <laughs> he's not going to do much. He, he He's done. What's so, our crowd response to Drew Patrick, by the way? Do we, obviously, we, he's a favourite son. Do we stand in ovation when he gets his first kick? No, polite clap. That'll do me. Polite clap? Yeah. Jeez, that's a very civil of you, Quiv. Well, I, I feel if he, I, I'm dirty on him for not being a one-club player. Yeah, fair enough. Mm. I understand mm. that. I understand why he did it, but, you know, just don't do it. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> so you expect the midfield just to go head to head, no tagging or anything? Well, uh, we don't have a tagger anymore, do we? Uh, oh, Mount, Mountford, yeah, we do. do. Right? We got Deck. See, I, I don't know about this, these VFL players. So someone's going to. Gonna love, you're going to love. I think you're going to love all the debutants. Screen. They're right up your alley. <laughs> we'll yeah. see. No, so. So I expect probably Mountford to go, maybe at times to Mitchell because he's in very good form. He's Mitchell. He had a very good JLT series. Oh, we well, expect Mitchell just to do what Mitchell does, and that's just get the ball. Um, so it wouldn't be a bad learning experience for him to just sit on him all day and, and learn. I'll tell you what, I would love. Because... I'd love. I'd love as they would have sit Mitchell on his ass like he did last year on that same half or playing like the hardest. That'd be nice. Yeah, okay. bloody good, wasn't it? Oh. I reckon that's probably my favourite footy. Uh, Photo, yeah. Just a footage of a footage of him sort of standing over him, and I'm sure Jack gave him a mouthful when he was lying there on the ground. And, and it's a stare as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's great. 
in terms of, I can see Gibson also doing a job on Gaff again. He th- seems to do that quite often. Yeah, I think that's the only reason he got picked. You reckon? I, I, I think if, if they were playing anyone else, I think Gibson might have missed, missed the game and Clark would have played. Mm, I think okay. I think that was the same. I mean, I I like Gibson. I think because he's you know he's been really good for a while and he, he came fifth in the best in Paris wherever it was last year. I think he's, he's a really good player, but I don't think he's been in great form in the in the JLT. And I think he had an interrupted preseason, and I think they would have given him a run in the twos and, and played Clark had it been anyone else but West Coast. You reckon he's depth at this stage? Oh, I don't think who Gibson. Yeah. No, not necessarily. I think they. I think he'll be fine once he gets gets going. Um, I'd like to think by the end of the year he'd be depth and that another couple of blokes have gone past him. I think it'd be great if Clark and Mountford and and those guys, you know, were getting a game in front of him. That'd be that'd be a great sign for the future of the club. But I think I think, I think Gibson will play a lot of games this year. I just think that purely this week he's, he's a gaff stopper. Yep, fair enough. And just in terms of the R forward line, who do you see going to Brown? That's your quiff. Yeah, I'm just looking. Mackenzie? Uh, maybe? Yeah, and then put McGovern on probably Wait. Well, you want Yeah, you want McGovern kind of floating up with weight. He's a good instant mark. He's a good mark in general, so him against weight will be uh, good. And well, there is that potential for McGovern to go to Proust because they've got no one else tall enough to go with Proust. That's right. I mean, and that, that's the key. I think that we've got to go through Proust early. And get Proust to get his hands on the ball and hopefully kick a goal or two. And they'll I think that, that changes the way the game's played because that, that releases the others and, and it makes them really be accountable on him. I think if we're going to win the game, I'd love to see Proust kick a goal in the first quarter, maybe two goals in the first quarter. I think that opens it right up. So that leaves someone like a Nelson or a Shepherd probably to go to weight, which is they're probably a bit undersized. So that yeah. might work for us if Proust can play well. Oh, it's going to be interesting. How do you see the ruck? Situation, who's going to get Goldie? You'll probably get, say, a 60 40 situation, do you believe? God, Goldie should kick to us, shouldn't he? Who's the ruckman? No, well, but in terms of Proust and. Oh, in time, Proust and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. yeah probably. Or I guess, again, but Goldie can be forward as well. I think Goldie can go forward and, and do it. Oh, he's kicked five before. That's right. On Max Gorn, too, wasn't it? Oh, he's actually kicked five twice then. Both against Melbourne. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think uh, we're going we're going in really tall, and Majak Majak's not in there either. I mean, we're 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 really, really, really tall, really tall. Hopefully, I mean, I I think we'll we'll win the ruck duel pretty convincingly. I think they're going to have to ruck Petrie a fair bit. And, yeah, they are. We know he's not going to be able to go really all day. That well that yeah, well, he's just... a shit truck as far as I'm concerned. He's no good at all. Yeah, well, they're two main ruckmen are down. <laughs> That's what they're stuck with. They've got yeah, no exactly. choice. But it's interesting looking at just the West Coast emergencies. Sheed, Barast, and Schofield. Now, these guys will get games at most clubs, and they're in emergencies. It's interesting. It makes you think. They're coming in with a game plan, obviously, because um, you're right, they're best 22 players. Um, their depth isn't that great. That's amazing. That Barras hasn't a game. He's a good footballer. I mean, the, the others, the others are too. Like, I'm not downplaying them, but I, I, I didn't know that to be honest. So you just said it then. Yeah, it's it's yeah, and apparently Barras and Sheed didn't fly over. Schofield was the only emergency to fly over. Wow. So Barras is playing at waffle. 
level. So interesting, very interesting. Uh, you made the point earlier pre-show about amount of small forwards we have. So do you believe that we're going to focus on crumbing it, yeah. like getting the ball knocked down by the tools and getting it crumbed by all these little well, small forwards? Yeah, I mean, I was just after saying that we're going in really tall, and we are. But we've got, so we've got Lindsay Thomas, Sean Higgins, uh, Jai Simkin, Nathan Provat, Kane Turner. So as far they're, they're, they 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 some of them swing into the midfield, but generally they're just they're just small forwards. So it, it feels like a, a lot of small forwards to, to run out there in one game, and that's why I think I was I thought I thought as good as Kane Turner had been in the preseason. I thought. Just for pure matchups and get another midfielder in there, in there, I thought Brian Clark would have played, but I'm okay. I'm okay with Sugar playing. I really like Sugar, but yeah, I, I guess Bruce hasn't shown at the elite level yet that he can clunk for marks and and kick for goals. And I think that he showed that he competes really well. And I think he'll compete really well at that level. So bringing the ball down will, will be his his main goal. But if he can clunk one and kick some goals, great. But if he can't, then we're going to have a few little fellas at his feet. Uh, Hopefully, like around the kidneys and goals. So yeah, I think I think that that will be part of the part of the game plan. Probably try to hit up White and Brown on the lead, and maybe just get it in Dutch Bruce, and hopefully you can just bring it to ground. Because mm, they are a little bit undersized West Coast, but I see what their point is probably going to be: just rebound, 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 straight down the corridor. And that's how they yeah. usually get us. Is from half back with Hearn, that boarded pain in the ass that he is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and, and again, though, if their, if their plan is to rebound, well, I'm, I'm glad that we've got players like Kane Turner in there to uh, to smash him around a little bit as they're trying to do that, because that's his go. I mean, he he's there purely as a... He, he's got a bit of skill and a bit of class as well, but his main goal is to uh, to inflict a bit of pain with people trying to get easy kicks out in the back. Yeah. I think we've got a very well-balanced team this week. It feels like we've got the right personnel. Maybe you can change one or two here or there, but really, it's the balance is pretty good. We're not yeah. too tall. We're not too small. We're about right. It's just the pressure this week's the key. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it, I, I think Hanson. Hanson's probably the, the one for me. I mean, he's he's had a lot of injuries over the last couple of years with concussions and and other things. And but the last time he was fit, I think I said to you, Quiv, he's our most important player. I mean, might have been two two and a half years ago. But he. Well, it was a while ago. <laughs> it's a, but it's a long time ago. But he hasn't been fit since, and he hasn't been right since. And the game might have gone past him a little bit, I'm not sure, but he, he can be really good at, at reading the ball and taking those intercept marks and, and setting us up. You, know, you kind of feel this is a, a let's have a look and see what you can still do kind of game yeah. for it. Oh, I totally agree. And, totally. We, we, and we we tend to do that yeah. as a club. Yeah. I mean, we might get to, the end, we might get to three-quarter time on Sunday and go just burn his contract and let's never see him again. We might, we might do that, but hopefully we don't because, you know, he's... He's a pretty cool, cool guy, and he's been a really good North Melbourne player for a long time now. And I think, yeah, he has. And I believe the thinking behind it is we don't want six debutants. We say Vickers, Willis, and Durden in night. That's if we did end up putting him in. We just yeah. don't want too many. It's nice having them around, but they'll get their opportunity, just like Dor yeah, and a few others will. So it'll be good. Well, I mean, and it's good for them. I mean, it's a good opportunity for them to go to the twos and feel like they they really earn their game as well. I mean, if, if Durden comes out and plays a flawless game on the weekend and maybe backs it up next weekend, presumably when the VFL actually starts and has a, and has another really good game, he'll he'll come in with a bit more momentum because I wasn't wrapped with his JLT. I, didn't, I thought he was pretty good, but I'd like to see a little bit more from him. So I, I think it's a good opportunity for him to, 
to really break into the team while in good form. Because no good playing him if then Jack Darling gets a hold of him and kicks five goals and, and ruins him forever. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Just the one big out, really, for us, I see, besides Wood, is Sam Wright. And oh, Cunnington. Cunnington, but Sam Wright as well. Yeah. Because Sam Wright had stats, had a very good 2015. Yeah. His stats mirrored Eastern Wood's good year as well. That's how good he was. He was almost on AA selection for the squad. That's how good he was. We're really missing a fit, Sam Wright. Yep. Without a doubt. He's one of our better defenders. All right, anything else to add before we finish up, fellas? Not really, mate. I'm just really excited about Sunday. I can't wait to get there. Um, yeah. It's going to be awesome. I'm going to be with Chris before the game, hopefully. Yeah, can't wait to that. taste these new salts. <laughs> what are you going to put the salt on? Just chips, presumably. Oh, my beer, I don't know, whatever. It's going to be good. Salt in your beer. Yeah, I probably won't do that. No, don't. I'm recommending you don't do that. You better than that, as far as I know. I think you're better than that. No, yeah, I think. I, I, do we think we're going to win? What's our? What's our? Give us our tips, gentlemen. Uh, um, I'm re. I'm not as. Um, I'm more confident than I was yesterday. Hmm. Um, I expect us to be competitive. Uh, if we can walk away with a win, I'll be happy, obviously. But I don't think I'll be disappointed if we lose either. Yeah. What's a disaster loss for you? Ten goals. Oh, ten goals. A, a flogging, hey? you know. Seven, eight goals. Yeah, something like that. Just anything that considers anything over 40 points. Well, you... I, I fully expect us to win. I think we're going to win by four or five goals. You always think we're going to win, though. <laughs> and I'm maintaining the rage. I think, I, think we're, I think we're going to surprise a lot of teams. I don't, I don't know that we'll make the eight. I think we'll, we're right in that six, seven, eight, nine, ten range. Yep. Um, but I, I think getting a, a win against an interstate club in round one with a could, bunch of could, unknowns. With a, with a bunch of unknowns and a lot of young kids and a lot of enthusiasm. I mean, we, we could run out of legs later in the year and lose some games with the young kids, but it's a really important year, and I, th- I think we'll, we'll be better early than we are late this season, I think. Yeah. Plus, the thing is, with us, with our inexperience, it's going to be interesting in the terms of a lot of our midfielders actually are experienced in terms of Swallow, Cunnington... Zeeble, these guys have experience. That's mm. the guts right there, Goldstein. We've got one of the best ruckmen in the game. So <laughs> it's a bit unevenly distributed. So I don't think we're going to be as bad as rebuilding sides will be. But oh, We're not in as much trouble as everybody predicts. There's no doubt about that. Hasn't so. Nicky Dell jumped on board the hate train? Yeah, but that's just what they always do. It's the media train. He's been meteorised. Why is he so bitter? He knows. He's a strange man. So he still thinks he could go again as well. He couldn't go again. He wasn't going nah. halfway through. Nah, he was shot. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, I'd like to thank Quiff and Philly for jumping on. Thanks, fellas. Thank Not you, a problem mate. at all. So, sorry again for last night, too. That's all right. And thanks for listening, ladies and gentlemen. Tune in for next week. Goodbye. <laughs>